You wouldn't believe what's going on right now if you hadn't seen it on the news or on the internet. It's all over the place. And it's this would be something that would really be tough to even make up. So what we're talking about here is the banking situations going on right now. And it's happening pretty fast. And it's so fast that I'm probably already behind on this episode by doing this. But it doesn't matter. It's what we're going to talk about today on this episode of Real Estate Revenue. Well, you wouldn't believe this if you saw it in a movie probably, but banking situation that happened last week and is continuing to happen, it has, it started pretty quickly. If I remember right, the things that happened in 08, a lot slower than this. So we're going to see what happens here in the next few weeks. But so what I'm talking about, of course, is what happened with Silicon Valley Bank and the other two banks, Signature and Silvergate, I believe was the other one, the third one. So what is going on right now? Well, <laughs> this kind of says it all, toxic banking. And that's about the only thing I could think of to describe this. It's like at first they were saying, oh, there's no contagion. It won't go to other banks. We won't have a problem. But they forgot to mention that all these banks interconnected with investments and loans and deposits. They all use each other. And I'm not a banking expert, but I do know that it affects a lot more than just the banks. And one example of that is Etsy. They weren't able to pay their their clients, the people that have stores on their website that sell products and they take payments. And then that Payment process stopped. A lot of payrolls got stopped because they went through that bank. So it, it affects a lot more than just that bank. So saying there's no contagion, basically BS. Three large bank failures within about two of them within about two days, three days, happened very fast in less than a week for the three of them. And Two of these were the second and third largest bank failures in U.S. history within a couple of days of each other. So that itself is pretty dramatic. What in the world caused this? What? Yeah, I don't know if we're ever going to know exactly the cause or whose fault it is, who to blame for it. I know they're already, already trying to blame Donald Trump for it. It didn't take them long to get to that. But uh, you know what? You guys are in charge now. Let's start looking in the mirror and see what's going on there. So three large bank failures, and I went on Canva. I was making graphics for this on Canva, and it's kind of funny. I did a search for Janet Yellen. I thought, well, maybe they'll have a picture of Janet Yellen on there that I can use because they have stock photos and you know things you can use and not have to pay. So I typed in a search for Janet Yellen in the photo section, and this is what came up. Now... <laughs> I don't know if these people named their cat Janet Yellen. I don't know. But anyway, I thought I'd stick that in there because I thought it was very funny that we had a cat named Janet Yellen. This is what comes up in Canva when you do a search. Now, when I did a search for Joe Biden, I tried to use their AI app. You type what you want to see, and it creates a picture for you. It creates an image. 
And I typed in Joe Biden as a cartoon character, and it came back and said there were unsafe words in that description. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, there are some unsafe words in there. That's exactly right. So anyway, Friday, this is what she was saying. No bailouts. So what did they do? Well, <laughs> they created a bailout. Well, guess what? They didn't call it a bailout. They called it something different. So they can say, no, we didn't do a bailout. This is a backstop, whatever the heck that is. A backstop, what? This is not a, it's not a baseball game. It's people's lives here in a backstop. I don't think that describes what they did. And, well, we'll get into a lot of other things here in just a second. Joe Biden had this to say, Americans can rest assured that our banking system is safe. Your deposits are safe. Let me also assure you, we will not stop this. We'll do whatever is needed. Well, I don't think Americans are all that assured that their banking system is safe. I don't know that we ever were. Since 2008, I don't think anyone was ever really convinced. I know I wasn't. I don't think that I don't think that you succeeded at that. Thanks to the quick action of my administration over the past few days, Americans can have confidence that the banking system is safe. Your deposits will be there when you need them. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm not I'm not that confident. So he did this for these for this one bank, for a couple of banks, I guess. I don't think he's gonna be able to do it for all of them. If this if this problem grows and it looks like it is, I'm I don't think that we can handle it for all the banks in the country. So Biden explained that he instructed his team to protect U.S. workers and small businesses and detailed their actions to protect customers' deposits and not put taxpayer dollars at risk. Okay, somewhere on Friday or somewhere on Monday, he said that this would not cost a dime of taxpayer money. My BS meter went off right away when he said that. That is nonsense. If they're putting money into something... Where do you think they're getting it? The government does not have its own money. It only gets money from two places. The government only gets money from a couple of places. It borrows it. And contrary to popular belief, it doesn't really print it. It borrows that money into existence to print whatever they're still printing these days. And the other part is they reach into our pockets and take our money as taxes. Now they're supposed to take our tax money and do all kinds of cool things with it, services and and they're supposed to use it to pay off that money that they borrowed. But guess what? They don't pay it off. They don't ever pay it off. They take our tax money, spend it on something else. And that debt keeps getting bigger. Now out here in the real world where you and I are, that's called embezzlement and we go to jail for that. So that brings up the next slide. I love this. This just couldn't get any better. This is what Joe Biden said. In my administration, no one is above the law. We're going to remember you said that, Joe Biden. Poor slow Joe. He's just, uh, I can't believe he actually said that. I mean, yeah, it's true. It better be true. But do you really believe it? That's that's something we need to remember that he said that. And I think I think that should be true in every administration. Unfortunately, it's not. They find workarounds. They find loopholes. And, you know, they get around the law. They circumvent the law. This, this banking thing is coming up. So we're going to see how this turns out.
Now, here's a list. You make it big enough to read. Can I make it even bigger? This is a list of 10 banks that are at risk right now. And let me just read through them real quick. There's Customers Bank Corp, First Republic Bank. That's one I hear a lot about here lately. They're probably, I'm surprised they're not at the top of that list. Sandy Spring Bank Corp, Incorporated New York Community Bank Corp, First Foundation, Ally Financial. That's one I see here in my neighborhood. And Dime Community Bank Shares, Pacific Premier Bank Corp, Prosperity Bank Shares. There's another one in my neighborhood. And Columbia Financial are, these are all on a, on a list of banks that are at risk. So what else is at risk? Well, these are all like regional banks, right? They're, they are, they're not the big giant banks, but this bank here, Credit Suisse, they're not tiny. (laughs) They're they're, they're a big bank. They've been having trouble for a while, and I've been hearing about this. And here's a little fact. Wealthy clients pulled out about $100 billion from Credit Suisse. Wealthy clients pulled out about $100 billion from Credit Suisse in the fourth quarter of this past year. That's a lot of money to lose. Um they're, uh, that's money that, they, you know what they do with that? But people put money in the bank and they don't just leave it in a vault. They take it out and invest it in stuff. They loan it out. They lend it. They make loans to people. They invest in things. You know, one of the things they buy is mortgage-backed securities. Uh, we know how that's going. That's not that's not doing too well right now. When, when the defaults start to happen in mortgages, both residential and commercial, mortgage-backed securities are are going to fall like they did in 08. I mean, that was a big problem in 08. So there's 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 a storm there that's that's brewing and these banks have invested in, in mortgage-backed securities. So I had to tie this back to real estate somehow and that's part of it is mortgage-backed securities, uh residential and commercial and we're going to see some we're already seeing some cracks in that. It's starting to starting to starting to come out that there are a lot of high high value commercial properties that are defaulting right now when i say high value i'm talking about multiple hundreds of millions of dollars in one property there was one property that i believe was blackstone that defaulted on in new york city it was a 600 million 650 million dollar loan they just turned over the keys and some of these big companies they don't care if they i mean sometimes if they aren't making enough to pay their loan payment and all their expenses they'll just go turn it back over to it's not going to hurt them they'll just turn it back you know most of the time these these loans like that are non-recourse loans which means that the bank can't do anything to them for it. they it's there's no personal guarantee on it and it's not going to hurt anybody personally. And there's a non-recourse means there's non there's no recourse. The bank can't do anything. All they can do is take the property. And a lot of these are that way. And sometimes these companies, it's better off for them to just give it up than to stick it out and try to pay it. So mortgage-backed securities are used in pension funds and other investment retirement investment plans and if you have a retirement plan or a pension, I suggest you check in into it and see if what kind of exposure they have 
to mortgage-backed securities. I don't know if you can do anything about it, but I would at least like to know if it was me. You know, I'd like to know what where that money is. Most people don't even know where their retirement money is invested. They have no clue. Let's you know maybe we need to get back and start taking care of our own our own finances, our own money. At least keep track of it. Know where know keep track of it. Know where it is. Know know what these people are doing with your money. You're paying them to take care of your money and you don't even know where it is most of the time. You better check that out and find out and see where where, where you are. So this is another reason why I say you should put money in real estate. And even if it's just, if you, I don't know how much, you know, it depends on how much money you have, but if you have anything over what the FDIC insures, and I wouldn't even be all that confident about their ability to, to insure that. If you have anything over that amount, you should put that into something. Put it into land even. Just just buy some land somewhere. Buy a property. Buy some income property. Buy something that's going to pay you a return 7 or 8% or 10% and get it to a place where you don't have to worry about whether or not it's covered by FDIC because they're not they're not doing too good either. I mean, they're, they're, they are, if too many people, too many of these banks default, FDIC will go broke. They will not have enough to cover all of the banks. And I, I've heard, I cannot recall what the number is that they could, they could handle, but they, they're pretty close to being broke themselves. And same with the, uh, what's the other one? The PBGC, the pension insurance company that's just like the FDIC, but for pensions, they, they aren't in very good shape. And a lot of pensions are, are sitting on the edge right now. Check out your situation. If you have concern about retirement and you have money invested somewhere and somebody else is handling it for you, find out what they're doing with it. Because a lot of times they don't care. I mean, sometimes they're going to make money win or lose. A lot of these places charge you fees and it doesn't matter if you make money or lose money. They can, they can just do whatever they want with it, and, and they're still going to charge you for it. They're still going to make money. You can lose half your 401k, or somebody's still going to make money off of it. So just remember, one property can change your life. It can take care of a lot of things. In 2008, if there were thousands and thousands of people who went into bankruptcy and foreclosure and could have saved themselves with an extra $500 a month, you know, $500 a month, you can get that off one property. So do something to change your life. One property can do it for you. And, and you know, it's it's not too difficult to do. It takes a little education. But, you know, I'll, that's what I'm here for. That's what we're here for. We educate people on how to buy real estate, how to invest in it, and how to, how to make deals. Thank you for coming to watch this video. And if you hit the subscribe button and... The like button. It helps the channel, helps it to grow, help algorithm, puts it out there more so we can get more views and get more, more people waking up to what's going on. And that's the whole goal here is to get, get people informed and get everyone to start looking at their, their finances themselves, get everyone to, to be responsible for their own finances and their own retirement and be a more proactive and prevent some of these disasters that I've seen lately. Hit the subscribe button if you would and the in the the like button and we will see you next time on Real Estate Revenue. Thanks for coming.